BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. DWI podcast and my oh my how the clock has struck midnight on the pumpkin show known as DWI one week later after such a festival of friendship no DP just myself and the funky phenomenal trickster himself AJ Belaz hi AJ we we went from eight to two in a week how do, <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that We're one cutting the fat all them motherfuckers are useless for another 98 episodes. No, I'm just kidding. Okay, well, I was about to say, let's not say that because we, we might have a run-in. Yeah. Oh, no. Well, that, I you know, we might. That's true. We might have a run-in by the time we get the trivia. AJ was very adamant that he did not want to just give me trivia today. I told him you listeners were also here with us. Um, yeah, he would, but I don't, yeah, okay. I don't get the answers. I don't get the total BS remark from yeah, somebody. Yeah, you get it anyway. <laughs> It, it's just what it is. That's why I'm like, as, as much as I care about Tony, it's just not fun with one person. Okay. Well, there was no chair shot NFL this week. Myself, PC Tony, I have been suffering from the flu for the last three and a half days. So um, luckily I felt, well, I've kind of forced myself to go into work today and luckily stayed the whole day. And by the time I got home, felt good enough to hop on with Mr. AJ here. We are. You know, if we weren't post pay per view, I might have just been like, "Fuck it," you know, we'll figure it out. Uh, but I was like, "Dude, this is one of the this is one of the there's two easy ones a month, you know, or so." And this is one yeah. of them. So I was like, "Fuck, I can 
I can do a half an hour at least here. Uh, we like we said, we might have one of our uh, one of our favorite guests jump in here and do some trivia here to finish the show. But until then, uh, how was the weekend? Did you enjoy the weekend with the uh, afternoon pay per view? I enjoyed it. I watched as much as I could of it, but you know, a bunch of yard work because. I don't know how it is over with you guys, but I just love cleaning off Frosta on my car in the, right before I get to work. So I don't know if you have the frost advisory yet, but over here it is cold. It is chilly. It's like 27 degrees when I get into work at five mountain time. And the mountains that are in the backdrop already have snow on the cap. So yeah, we actually I'm got getting ready for a cold one. <laughs> yeah, we had snow the night. We had snow Halloween night. Um, and that was the day before we recorded 400 last week. Uh, that was Tuesday night. So we recorded Chair Shot NFL a day early. So I get home, and it, it hadn't really stuck all day, at least not on the, the driveways and everything, right? And then, right as we're about to record, I look outside, and it's fucking snowing, and the temperature drops a couple degrees. And I even told the guys, I'm like, all right, when I'm done with this, I have to go outside and scrape off my car, because it'll still be 30 degrees as opposed to in the morning, 25. Well, I didn't remember. And the next morning, yeah, I had a good old time. Um, you know, I always leave to go to work, to get to work at least 20 minutes early. It's just the way yeah, I, I do the and same. I pu- and I punch in five minutes early anyway, so it's usually only 15 minutes. So it's not like I was late, but I was later in my day because of it. You know, you get a different flow of traffic and things of that nature. If you have to stop it's at the gas station. Suddenly there's like there's, 20 more cars. Yeah, it's like, what yeah. the fuck, man? And then school's that, that there then, and then the bus and the pickup, and I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, that happened to me today where I'm just like, I use, like I'm supposed to clock in at 6, and I'm just like, all right, I should probably turn my car over. It's 520. I'm running a little late, and there was like 20 more fucking cars on the road, and I'm like, I got to get to my job. Can mm-hmm. you please not be a bunch of shitheads on the road? Right. All right. Well, hey, there's uh, only more of that to come because winter's just started, my friend. <laughs> Yeah, I know. You know, the only thing I'm looking forward to, because Chantel's brother always keeps a track of these, uh, concerts next year, because there's apparently a bunch already announced for uh, Salt Lake City. There you go. I'm looking forward to it. Apparently, Journey's Freedom Tour is going to be around my birthday when they come around next year, so I'll, I'm jumping on that. <laughs> hey, listen to this. For the rest of the winter, don't stop believing, AJ. Don't stop believing. Yeah. All right. Right there. We're, we're gonna. Yeah, uh, I had to. We're gonna take a commercial break food. right here. This is DWI number four hundred and one. We have officially turned into a pumpkin. Um, you're listening right here on Chairshot Radio Network, a part of the Chairshot.com, where we remind you to always use your head and head on over to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the Chairshot. We'll be right back. This is your boy Kenny Killer telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com, bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. Welcome back, DWI 401. DPP out on assignment. There could be a run in for trivia here later on, but for now, you've got AJB and PC. You can follow me at PC Tony. You can follow him at Phenomenal AJB. You can follow this show at Podcast DWI and DWI Podcast. That's pretty good, right? Yeah, yeah that works. Yeah. Hey, Dan. Yeah. Fuck it, that guy. It, yeah, yeah. We got this. We got this, the two of us. <laughs> Where's Dan? Yeah, totally. Where's Dan? Yeah. Where's Dan? <laughs> <laughs> 
that's probably why Ray doesn't want to be on today. Yeah, they're like, they're all like, who's, they're like, you're messaging us, so you're there. Is AJ there? I'm like, yeah. No Dan? Yeah, no there. go. <laughs> Dan? Is Dan there? No. Are you, are, you, are you missing? Is it Dan and AJ? No. No. No, it's Dan. He's missing. Uh, I think Dan's heading down to Texas. I think that's what he said, right? That I believe that's what he said in our little group chat. Oh. Well, hopefully he's, had a, all week. Yeah, hopefully he's had a yeah. Hopefully he's had a have a safe trip getting down there and a safe trip coming back and a good time while he's down there. But uh, all right, we got eight matches to get into the dark the pre-show match, which had a lot of people confused. I didn't turn on Peacock. It started at noon central. I didn't turn on Peacock till like eleven forty eight, eleven forty nine, and I'm going through Twitter and people are like, "Oh, the show already started," and I was like. Oh, the pre-show match must be on right now because they said yeah, the they and they told JD. you that was going to be before the start of the pay-per-view. They told you that. Um, yeah, I thought it was a good match. I think JD McDonough is getting better. I just can't get over the size of his head compared to his body. It oh really my god! <laughs> Why did I know you were going to be one of those people that's like he's just his head's too big for his cruiserweight I body? Think I was tweeting out uh, during a RAW a few weeks ago. And, like, he came out and helped out Judgment Day do something at the end of the show. And I just tweeted out, Big Head took them all out. <laughs> <laughs> that works. That works. I mean, it was a good match. There was one spot that I didn't like, I'm not going to lie, with JD, where it was um, Sammy pushed him headfirst into the turnbuckle. And he did, like, an entire Shawn Michaels Hulk Hogan. Oh, yeah, yeah. Didn't you, put that, didn't you say something in the chat about that or tweet that? I, I didn't know. Somebody did. As soon as I saw it, I just shook my head and I'm like, why? If it was Omos, maybe, but somebody was Sammy? Yeah. Somebody said, somebody tweeted out, JD McDonough are going full HBK versus Hogan here. <laughs> <laughs> that was not I. That might have been someone else on the chair shot. There you go. Go go follow one of them and hopefully you'll find that tweet. But right. I just saw that spot and I'm like, it's a good spot if he was facing a giant. If yeah. he was facing Braun or Omos or something like that. It was still a great match. It was just that one spot just kind of made me glare and go, that was dumb. <laughs> no, it was a really solid match. And speaking of solid matches, Seth and Drew tore the house down. Um, I think everybody knew Drew wasn't going to win here. It looks like he oh, could yeah. be moving on to uh, darker things. Um, it's rumored that he might go to Judgment Day. Yeah, and help them out in the... Because... Uh, Normally, War Games is five on five. Correct me if I'm wrong. Normally, okay. I mean that there might be like a four on four that they might do, but it's apparently it Drew was tweeted or, out. Yeah, you could add Drew or Orton or. Yeah, it was tweeted Paul. out. There are two spots left. Okay, they did tweet that. Okay, good. So, good, good. well, that should be interesting. That, that was should be, WWE. Yeah, boy, you know everybody is like <gasps> Punk. Yeah, you Punk. <gasps> it's got to be Punk. No, no, it doesn't. Please, that's. Even though we don't want to see him get hurt again, that's the perfect time for Orton to come back. Him coming back with Rhodes, yeah. reuniting with him, turn on having them. a good turn, time. That turn pop. on him and have the Cody and Randy feud. You could do a legacy little callback and fight each other because they did fight in. That could very much end up. That could very much end up being. You know, no one's talking about this, but Randy Orton could be coming back at Survivor Series to be retiring at WrestleMania. We don't know how good he is. He might have said, I just want to, I, I just want a few minutes. Because, like, they could do that. They could do that real yeah. easy. He could have his war games. He could be in the Royal Rumble. 
all this could lead to a match with Cody retiring him at WrestleMania. I don't, I hope that's not the case. I haven't heard anything like that, but we don't know for sure how, cause you know, people have talked for months about Randy. Like, is he coming back? He's coming back until they spotted him at the performance center. Right. When, he was, telling, when he was telling the fans yeah. to do this. No, I thought he was done. I thought it was so bad. He was done. And I, yeah. you know, it, that could still be the case. We don't know, but it does sound like he's getting, revved up to do something here at Survivor Series. So, Especially when um, you say revved up. Rev Theory themselves keep posting voices play, like constantly on their Twitter feed. I don't know if you follow the band or not, but every now and again I just see like like voices, Randy Orton, everything else like coming out from Rev Theory. So I'm like, you're hinting that he's coming back without hinting that he's coming back in a way you're just you're just amping him up for whatever reason ever since the whole shush incident so i think war games is like the perfect time for him to come back you know he doesn't have to be the first guy he he could be the last guy you just hear voices start playing you're gonna get a a standing ovation regardless of who it is because it's randy fucking orton our our tkfo randall (laughs) keith fucking orton there you go (laughs) Let's keep moving on this card. Um, it'll be interesting to see what's in the works for Seth moving forward. I'm sure we'll be getting into that as we head towards Survivor Series. Um, obviously, the match at Survivor Series there, but he's got to end up with an opponent for the Royal Rumble, likely. Well, you know. Well, he's got War Games to do. No, that's what I mean. I mean, maybe yeah. we'll find an opponent for him at War Games for Royal Rumble or something like that. Maybe, because they're facing the Judgment Day, so eh, who knows? We'll see. Could that... Yeah, cash in the briefcase during the match. That would be interesting. Just Damien just doesn't really do much in the cage match and then just be a sneaky or asshole. Just at some, just... Or just at some point during the match, Seth is down. There's no one else around. He looks at the ref and has it in the corner and just goes, right now, ring the bell. That one, would two, be interesting. One, two, three, that match is over. War Games is still going. And then the faces win. Yeah. <laughs> no, that works because no one thinks about shit like that. Sure. It's you cash in for a match. By Tony. <laughs> no, I like that. That that that's one of the few booking by Tunnies oh, I like. Oh God. Um, how'd you feel about the Fatal Five Way match? I still felt it was a giant cluster. I do appreciate the fact that they just have Rhea as the biggest monster in the entire world. Don't get me wrong. And her entrance made her look like a million bucks in whatever Saudi's money is. I think it's rupees. I don't know. I could be wrong. But she dominated. She looked good. It's oil. Oil. (laughs) Going back to to Platt's, you know. Yeah. Uh, that sad moment when we come up with a better tagline for Jam in the Sand 9. Uh, but it, right now, there's nothing stopping her unless you bring shenanigans about or a distraction or something else. That's nice. Zoe Stark has an opportunity to face her for for the championship. That's great. They had a great match on Raw. I don't know if you saw the Battle Royal or not on Monday. That was amazing because they actually built it to make it seem like Zoe Stark's actually a legitimate badass and smart at the same time because she just kept kicking Shayna Baszler in the face and then DDTing her and be like, and you're eliminated. I win. I'm going on to face for the women's championship. 
I thought it was a well put together five foot match, to be honest with you. One of my favorite things was the triple submission from Shayna. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was really cool. I'm, it just it seems like whenever there's four or more people, at least to me, <clears throat> it kind of gets more into clusterfucky territory, and I'm yeah. not the biggest fan of clusterfucky. Yeah, but that's what you get from those matches. That's why I like elimination matches in that right. You know, as opposed to yeah. just one person, we kind of get a couple of pins there, and I don't know. That's just me. But anyway, let's welcome our run-in now. Uh, Mr. DJ from the Mindless Wrestling Podcast. I flashed the DJ signal, the bat signal, and he's like, yeah, let me eat, damn it. I'll be right there. <laughs> Old guys assemble. <laughs> I mean it. <laughs> well, thanks, bud. We're just doing a quick review of Crown Jewel here, and then we're going to jump into trivia. Quick show today. I, I started the show by saying to AJ and the listeners, uh, we've turned into we're the show that's turned into a pumpkin last week there was eight and then we start this week with two so even dp yeah, said even dp was too big time to come on 401 right what the fuck's up uh, with he's, that? A, he's a he's a big he's a big time celebrity now <laughs> yeah, going all the way to tejano right now uh, well let's keep rolling on the card here and uh, we'll have dj jump in on these last uh rest of this card here logan paul we, we all called it. I think we all called it last week. DJ, you probably called it on your show. Once we've seen this we match coming, we all knew this was going to be uh, a championship win for Logan Paul. Where does he go with this, DJ? Uh, I, if you watch what he posted online earlier today, he's going everywhere with that uh, United States championship, apparently. And when I say everywhere, I mean everywhere. Um, no, this shower. is great. This is, uh, yeah. Is he like big show? with it? Is he like big show? Yeah, he likes threesome with his lady in the, and the, and the championship, I guess. Um, is he like big but, show in the airport the day after he won it? And everybody told yeah. him he had to wear his belt, except finally Sting came over and go, what the fuck are you doing? Take that off. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's good for them. Uh, yeah, fun for him, but really good exposure for them. He's got what did they say almost a hundred million social media followers. And I was just talking with my girlfriend not five minutes ago about this. I said if they if ten percent of those people tune into WWE and fifty percent of those stay on board, that's a win. And I told her I said that's how I came to the dance. When Mr. T teamed with Hulk Hogan back in the day, I didn't know who the fuck Hulk Hogan was. Yeah. I just knew the guy from the A-team that I really, really loved and from Rocky Three was going to be on the wrestling show. And here I am, 40-some-odd fucking years later, still watching this shit because of Mr. T. I blame him. This is why I'm sitting on a podcast and hosting my own. He pities Mr. You. T. He pities so, you, fool. I pity the fool that didn't watch <laughs> WWF back then. <laughs> so, yeah, this is awesome. I, I love it. I'm here for it. AJ? Uh, I mean, like you said, we all called it. He's going everywhere with it. I'm not, I'm not saying that Ray didn't do anything with it because he did a lot for the U.S. Championship. It's just you have a a bigger face to the championship. He's a champion. He can go wherever he wants. He can do a boxing match and carry this thing out. Which, if that happens, that will just be incredible. I'm not gonna lie. Where he goes from here, who knows? He might hop. He might do some brand hopping. You know, he does some Raw matches, some SmackDown matches, or who knows? He might just do some pay-per-view events. But it still brings eyes to the product. That's all we really care about. You really want AEW to cry and just be like, "Well, we need more ratings." Uh, WWE just figured it out just now. Well, that's the problem with AEW is they've reached such a plateau that they don't. And even people who are completely non-biased that have been in the industry forever, they're just looking and go, well, 
AEW is what it is. They just they're not growing their fan base because they're not doing anything to grow their fan base <clears throat> as far as no. their content goes. Um, what are you talking about? Ric Flair's there. Exactly. Solo Sokoa and John Cena. I tweeted this out right before the match, and I'm pretty sure I said it on the show. Cena's eating his fucking thumb, and boy, he went back for seconds, thirds, fourths, fifths, sixths, sevenths. How many? Was it 15 times he got the thumb to the throat? It was something some, that It was some absurd number like that, AJ. What'd you think of this match? I loved it, and it also makes Solo look like the badass that he's meant to be. And sadly, since the writer strike is now over and done with, that also means that Cena's uh, somebody, run. I, who, somebody said, somebody said when this all started, it would all be over before the holidays. Way back when, who was? Oh, it was fucking me. That's right. It was fucking me. Take Sorry. your lap. Here's Great. your flowers. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh my god. Fucking piss on my Cheerios, brother. I'll do that every day. That's a that's a great call though. But like, hey, if that's the last thing Cena did in this run is put over Solo, I mean, it works. It's been awesome to have John back. And on, can't tell me you haven't looked forward to the Fridays on SmackDown even more so when you know he's going to have a segment. Yeah, I think John's one of those people that a lot of folks appreciated more now that he's gone. Like you realize what we had, and I'm one of them. You know, I wasn't. I part of the reason I tuned out back in the late 2000s was I just wasn't feeling John Cena. I mean, there were a lot of other. There's a whole nuanced discussion there, but John Cena at the time was not enough to keep me around. And I, you know, I kick myself daily because you look back and he did some incredible work at a time, and and he kept that company afloat at a time when. They didn't have anybody. Rock was gone. Austin was gone. Undertaker was slowing down. Sean was gone. I mean, it was just a whole time for them. Uh, yeah, so it's been awesome. Got, you know, kind of sad to see him go. Was hoping he'd stick around a little bit longer, but seeing an end to this this strike is a good thing. It's funny because people always compare Cena to Hogan. I think I'd more compare Cena to Undertaker. Yeah. Yeah, he, he puts over who he needs to put over. Oh, and he never that, left. That's all that matters. He never left. They always stayed, never, never wavered, always carried it. Very you know? loyal. Yeah. In those, in, in those, those, in those aspects, yeah. in those aspects. All right. Uh, Cody yeah, Rhodes. Hogan, yeah. Cody Rhodes could say he's more like Hogan than Cena. Um, he defeated Damian Priest. And then we got the, the almost cash in, which I thought was hilarious. I'm laughing my balls off, getting day drunk, watching Sami Zayn just <clears> grab <throat> the briefcase and run right out the building. Yeah, that was the best thing that happened to that briefcase so far. I'm not going to lie. That that was the best way to stop a cash-in. How can you cash in if there's no briefcase? Right. At that point, I wanted J.D. McDonough to run... I, I wanted him to run down with the original briefcase and just be like, don't worry, I put the contract in this one. You're good. <laughs> that would have just been... That, that would have solidified, like, does have the a, judgment day. He does have a big head. Yeah, he does. He does. Isn't his head quad. Isn't his head bit too big for his body, DJ? It is. It, yeah. it, it is too big. He looks like like I said that picture. He looks like Lord Farquaad. <laughs> <laughs> he does. Huh? Huh? <laughs> Give it to you. Yeah. <laughs> JD McFarquaad. You got it. You got it. All right. I yeah. So. It, <laughs> All this is just to get the War Games match going, which is fine. You know, the Judgment Day has been feuding with Cody and um, 
and Seth and 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 Sammy. Where's KO? He moved over to SmackDown, so it doesn't feel like they get him in this War Games with them. But he would be a likely add-on, but it just doesn't feel right, you know. Now, <clears throat> AJ and I talked about Orton. Uh, if it's not Orton, who else could it be, DJ? Uh, I don't know who else would be. It, it's got to be Orton because we've got to have a, a small feud for Cody because Orton's got to turn on Cody. Like, exactly. I feel like this is going to hey, happen. Didn't we say the same exact thing? Yep. Oh, my God. Yep. Good call. It, it's almost like Randy has uh, – it, it's almost like everybody expects Randy to do this. It's almost like there's pattern behavior here. Also, I'm just going to say this since we have two matches left and they don't involve the people in war games at the moment. How about Adam Pierce with his announcement for War Games? I kind of got goosebumps. I'm not going to lie. That was not William Regal, obviously, but that was pretty. He had a lot of fire to him when he was like, you want to play games? War Games. War Games. He took his glasses off. Fucking classic glasses where he'd move. He's so good in that role. Like, I never really knew anything about him as a wrestler, as a worker, but he's killing it as this general man. Like, this is the most invested I've been in anyone as a general manager in a very long time. I like his physical stature as opposed to <clears throat> for that position as opposed to Aldis. Aldis still looks like he should be in the ring. Right. Pierce looks like he was used to be in the ring. Not out of not like horrible shape for what he's done and how old he is and everything, but like you can tell he's done. All this, right. not so clear. Not so clear. Right? They like seem like Dom was a little afraid of all this. Dom is not afraid of Adam Pierce. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. No, um, that's completely fair. But I, I appreciate the fact that a little bit of the scrap daddy came no, out there. No, it was great. I've been a fan of his forever. I used to see him on the indie shows around here. He did a lot of work in, in Wisconsin, so in, in the Midwest um, back 20, 25 years ago. All right, we got the two... WWE Championship matches left. EO Sky takes care of Bianca Belair. Who thought Bianca was winning this match? Everybody, except until we knew Kyrie Sane was coming back, right? Yeah, not even without the Kyrie, because Rob yeah. called it on our show that Ky- he thought Kyrie was going to be influential in this match. She ended up being that. But I think even without knowing that, I didn't. It's not time. Bianca's not winning that belt back in Riyadh, Saudi Arabia. It's just not happening. I, I said the same thing last week where I'm like, no, nah, I still think EO's winning this. I didn't call the Kyrie thing at all. I, I appreciate the, the nice little stardom callback, but that's about it. I'm I'm happy that she kept it. I'm happy to see where this entire storyline goes forward with damage control. So It definitely seems like Bailey could be heading toward a, towards a face turn. Isn't somebody else supposed to possibly be coming over from the Far East? The <coughs> Juliana or something? Jelani or whatever her name is? Julia, Julia? still Julia has a contract with Stardom, I think, until but next year. I think year. it's over. I think it's up in February. Something to that effect. So, yeah, oh. Julia is really good. Yeah. I'm well, not, I've seen I'm some not of her stuff. She works pretty strong. Ass. Obviously, yeah. a lot of that would change, but the work rate should still translate. But yeah, I mean, it's a great Kyrie Sane, like one of the two greatest elbows in the history of pro wrestling. Her and Macho Man. That's it. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I, no argument. Can't wait to see what's going to happen here moving forward. Damage control is just, man, they just they flipped the switch on the factions and they've really knocked it out of the park. I mean, think about yeah. it. We were factionless forever, and everybody and Dan always said, "I want more factions. I want more factions." Look and at then Wolf. Triple H took control. Well, they started. They went through some 
crap crap factions before that. Yeah. Some that didn't but... stick, and some that along the way got left there too, but Bloodline's a Vince thing. Judgment Day is a Vince thing. See, I'm not denying damage that con- it's a Vince thing damage, or not. Damage controls a Vince thing. I'm not is saying it? it's a Vince. Yeah, I was about it's to say gotta be. Is it? That is more is than a year because ago. Because Vince, Vince released Dakota Kai, and they were about this close to losing Io Sky because she was talking about going right, back to Japan. But, but Damage Control was supposed to be a different group of people. Yeah, but it doesn't work without the three that are in it. That's true. We I really to, think it's the sum of its parts. We real we'd never know, really. Yeah. yeah. But Triple H was that around was me with saying you're the... right. <laughs> Look at DJ. Triple like, H. Why did I do around. this? Let's get to trivia. Oh my god. Well, we still have one match left after this. But Triple H has been around with all of those factions. Know how, knows how they work. Back when he was wrestling, come on, we mm-hmm. all know corporation, well, that... the ministry, <clears throat> evolution, evolution. Uh, legacy that he had to deal with, a bunch of other things. So, hell, even the Spirit Squad was somewhat successful until they just went golden shovel, go fuck yourself. Well, they dumped that big pile of shit on him up on the stage. That didn't help. Hence why I said the golden shovel. <laughs> oh, whatever. You never know what but you're shoveling. Th- there, there's still a bunch of different factions. The Heart Foundation, a Nation of Domination. There was a bunch of factions that Triple H is like, okay, yeah, this is actually important. So now we still have them going strong. Like, th- like I don't see anyone falling apart, anything like even like the, the red herring of, oh, there's turmoil. No, they're fine. They're just going to kill each other later. That's all. All right, let's get to the main event. I, I'm just going to come out and say it. L.A. Knight is nowhere near close to being a guy that's going to hold one of the main titles in WWE in a very important part of the time of the year. This guy ain't sniffing a world title till the summer. Period. End of story. I am unimpressed. I think he is very much a plateau. The crowd reaction's still there. Great. He still's got his gimmicks. Great. But the shine is starting to fade. That's my opinion, DJ. What do you think? I disagree wholeheartedly. I okay. think he proved that he deserved to be there this weekend. Um, was it a fantastic match? No, but it, I think both guys went out there and had a good, solid match. And I think LA Knight proved that you know he's got what it takes to at least go in there and hang. I bought into it. I was I was there for it. <clears throat> AJ, I know where you're going. Oh yeah, where am I going? It was a good match. I liked it. I. I think L.A. Knight's better chasing a title than holding it for a while. So him chasing for the Universal or the World Heavyweight later on is fine. That being said, I don't think I have him as my pick anymore for the Royal Rumble. Not going to lie on that one. And see, that's interesting, too, because what do you think, DJ? Did you, you, I mean... I've never had him as a Royal Rumble pick. I don't pick. think so either. <clears throat> I, I like the guy, and I'm buying into him, but I never had him down as a Royal Rumble pick. I could see him and Logan Paul for the U.S. title at WrestleMania. I think that's a fair assessment. I see that, Logan that Paul hanging on to that thing yeah. until then. Why not? Absolutely. Why not? Okay. All right. Yeah. Just a little quick review. DJ's got a really nice, poignant, well-put-together, complete podcasting crew 
of a show for you tomorrow to listen to if you didn't get enough Crown Jewel review. Right, DJ? Boy, I hope that's the case. <laughs> you don't even know. He's like, I'll be there. I might be messaging you in a little bit. Um, <laughs> overall, if you want to, if you want to troll right on uh, over to the show, you're welcome to slide on in with us. I don't think I am this week. In case you haven't yeah. noticed, I'm not drinking. Um, there was no chair shot NFL yesterday. I've been sick with the flu for the last three and a half days. It's going around, man. Oh, it took half man. my office out this week. It's been a shit week yeah. at work for me. I, I left Monday, like an hour and a half into <clears> my shift, called out Tuesday, called out Wednesday, went in today, halfway <clears> through the day, I was like, that was stupid. Now I got to come in tomorrow too. <laughs> I should have stayed yeah. home for the week and went to the, I should have stayed home for the Oof. week and went to the doctor on Friday, came in Monday with a piece of paper and just went, okay, I'm going back to work. <laughs> yeah. yeah. DJ, do you have work tomorrow or no? I do. Yeah. I've actually, I've got a long day tomorrow. I've got work in the morning. Uh, fuck off. <laughs> you know that's uh, all in fun. You know that's all in fun. That's why I'm asking. I said you know that's Say all that in fun. Say it again. I didn't hear you, AJ. Well, well, since we're recording Thursday, peeling back curtain, I I actually have Friday off because Veterans Day is Saturday. Ah, yeah. No, I have to work. Um, I can technically check out of there at about nine o'clock because I'm going to be on overtime by about eight thirty, and they're hollering at me about my hours lately, but. I'm going to go ahead and pick up the overtime because I'm going to have my son with me. He's got a dentist appointment about two hours south of my office, so we're going to leave about noon, get him down to his appointment. I won't see the light of day at home until probably 7 o'clock tomorrow night. It's going to be a long day. All right. I don't don't envy you going down I-4 for (laughs) – <laughs> well, thankfully it's not I four, but it's I ninety five in South Florida, which is uh, that's even worse. Shits. <laughs> Been there, done that. Don't want to do that again. No. <clears throat> hey, before we take a commercial break, real quick, what do you guys give this one out of ten? I was really enjoyed the show, to be honest with you. I give it eight point two five right after the show. I'd probably bring it down to like a seven point seven five now, but I really enjoyed it. I'd probably give it an eight. Not gonna lie, I, I would probably do the eight. In a quarter, eight and a half. If, like I said, if it wasn't for that one spot from JD McDonough, I just did not like it. DJ, was that you that also tweeted that out, or no? No, somebody I, else somebody did, but did. I didn't disagree with it. I I've seen guys do that sell before, and I hate it. I absolutely am like, come on. There are a handful of moves in wrestling that I'm just like, why the f- are we doing this? It's obvious or it's stupid. Yeah. It's, Excessive Tower of Doom spots, you know, the superplex going in for the powerbomb and everything else when there's multiple people. The dual drop kicks. Yeah. I don't know if anyone knows what I'm talking about. I know you guys do, but for those who are listening, when they do a drop kick at the same time and they just clash and bounce off of each other, stupidest thing I've ever seen in my life. And excessive selling like the JD McDonough spot where, like I said before you hopped on DJ, if it was a giant, that would be a little more believable. But it's Sami Zayn. Why? Yeah, we're overselling. Nothing against Sami. You're overselling Sami Zayn there. <clears throat> Do we, DJ, we get a rating from you? Uh, we did not. I gave it a solid eight, and I'm sticking by that. I was thoroughly sports entertained. I agree. I agree 100%. All right. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a break. When we come back, DJ and I are going to face off in a battle of wrestling wits, better known as funky, phenomenal, and oh-so-fresh trivia. This is DWI 401, PC, DJ, and AJ coming right back at you.
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude why because you're smarter than the average fan thechairshot.com always use your head Well, that was horrible. I I expected nothing else from Hard Mountain Dew that Chantel's brother got in Las Vegas. So, oh. is it called Voodoo? No, no, that's yeah. the Halloween one. It's just Hard Mountain Dew Baja Blast. This is the mango one. Doesn't taste too bad. Not okay. gonna lie. All right. This is my first time trying it. Oh wow! It's your Virgin Voyage on here on DWI four hundred one. Yeah, might might have to get some more. Because I know they had the Jack and Coke uh, cans at the local liquor store a little bit ago. They they weren't bad. I think I got the black cherry one. But so Tony almost completely forgot that there were other people that we can invite for trivia. I didn't. I didn't want to bother <laughs> anybody else. I'm sick. You're being an asshole, AJ. <laughs> yes, I am. What's the la- What's the last name? Oh my god. That explains why I'm an asshole. Give me a break for one week. No. Oh. It wouldn't be. We're all in trouble fun. when Tony when Tony's back off the off the mend next week and he's back to normal. We're in trouble. I won't care. See, like, I'll, I'll like be drinking earlier, and I won't care. Yeah, like you said earlier, he's not even drinking at the moment. He has to be sick. Well, yeah, <clears> my, yeah. my analysis must have been excellent this week. <laughs> it was coherent. <laughs> Please. Uh. So. Three questions. I have a couple of tiebreakers in case we have a tiebreaker. So, Tony, one, two, or three. Well, I've been dropping a deuce all fucking week, so why stop now? That is so gross. Well, you asked. Fair enough. I don't think I like your hat. You ever seen that Peyton Manning commercial? Who's the country singer well, he does the he does the, the nationwide commercials with the country singer it, Brad Paisley, right? Yeah. And he's it, like, so he, he, he's just trying to make things rhyme or like go with the tune. Yeah. And then like Peyton, like towards the end, he gets mad. He goes, "I don't think I like your hat." And then he goes, "I don't think it fit your head." 
Anyway, sorry. I mean, have you seen his forehead? It's just full of it's playbook big. calls. It's big. It's like audibles. J.D. McDonough's dad. <laughs> Basically, holy shit. Peyton's always had that forehead, even when he was in Tennessee. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but it was like it, it was like up to here. It wasn't like complete forehead, right? Five head, even. He still had hair. Anyways, question is, what was the first year the then WWF Championship was defended at the main event of a Survivor Series? Oh, shit. We know. We know the first. We know. We know which years it wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> It's true, but what was the first one? I'm trying to think, where are we at on the big four here? I'm not telling you right now. I'll tell you, in two, I'll tell you in two minutes. A-hole. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know. We already established that. Oh, it's one of these two. I'm probably wrong. All right. Let's see them answers. Tony says 94. DJ says 90. Tony, what was your second guess? I'm just wondering. 95. 91. I was closer. It was Hogan versus Taker. I almost they put labeled, 91, They too. labeled it as the main event. When I looked on Wikipedia and looked everything up, they had that as the main event. What year are we doing? Are we on 90? No, we're not. We're on 91. No, we're on 90. We're on 90. We're not there yet. Yeah, we're on 90. Okay, I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you, AJ. You're probably right. I'm just saying, buzzer, what, buzzer for that's, us. That's what we're I in ninety. Up. I thought we were in ninety-one. That's why I thought. Ah, uh, yeah. All right. Fuck that one up again. Doesn't matter if I'm drinking or not. I suck at trivia. I'm terrible. <laughs> DJ one or three. One. <laughs> Get this over with. Well, it's a fifty-fifty for this one. True, false. Yeah, it is a true or false. SmackDown has won a brand warfare in Survivor Series against Raw and the one with NXT in it. Did they? True or false? So did SmackDown ever win brand supremacy? Oh, the overall? Mm -hmm. No, just true or false. Did they ever win brand supremacy? Yes or no? Is it yes or no or true or false? Pick one. You're fucking with my brain here. Come on, it's been a long week. Same. All right, you know what? I'm drinking freaking Mountain Dew alcohol. Yeah, you are. Tony says it's true they did win. DJ, are you saying false? False, no, they didn't. They never won Brand Supremacy in, this is Smack- total BS. in Survivor this is Series. bullshit. Total BS! Oh, I, I ratified my answer because originally I said yes. I'm like, no, no, no. He means the whole event, not just a match. Yes, the whole event. So because originally it was yes, because I know for a fact they won a match. They won a match, but they never won the whole they event. They never won as the whole event. SmackDown winning. Right. The closest they would they would have won if NXT didn't exist that year. Well, yep. Because it was like four, three, and one. Stupid. All right, last question. Since we're going into war games. There's only one wrestler that has the worst record in War Games history. Who is that wrestler? Never won a War Games. 
it has the most losses. I don't think this is a WWE situation either. No, it's it's Crockett, WCW, NWA. Honey says Flair. DJ also says Flair. Flair won once in WCW in War Games. Is it Sting? Sting actually has a pretty damn good record in War Games. He's like 19 and 6. Dusty? You were right when thinking the Horseman. Oh, Arn. It was Arn. Arn has 19 losses and no wins in War Games. Wow. All right. Well, that's the uh, he's the opposite of the Undertaker there. Yeah. DJ, congratulations, you won trivia. And just for that, I'm gonna play the Tool Time theme song for no fucking reason. Well, it's the ending. Yeah. Why did you pick this as the ending? So fun fact. I... Uh, I can't hear you. to take a commercial break and come back. I have one more question for these guys. DWI 401. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. Thechairshot.com Always use your head. All right, gentlemen, before we get out of here, we talked about it. Supposedly, all that's left is to uh, cross the T's and dot the lowercase J's, um, as Wayne would say, uh, before the actors get back to work. Yes or no? Round the horn. Do we still see Rock at 40? AJ? I do think that we see the Rock at 40 because I don't think he had previous plans with a movie at the moment. Okay. DJ? Uh, I'm about 50-50 on this because I know right at the beginning of the strike, it was announced that he just signed like a $50 million movie deal with Netflix or some shit like that. So I don't know where they if that was a real thing, if that's a continuing thing and where they were with anything there. So it's very likely he could be back to work, but I think he'll be there. I don't think he works a match. Okay. That's kind of where I'm leaning now. Um, he can go, he can go and be there and do everything but wrestle and they don't have to take out an insurance policy for the production company that's making the movie. It's completely opposite of John Cena where John said, once the strike's over, I, I got to go. We, I, I was, the only reason I'm here is because they're on strike, honestly. Like he's yeah, he completely had honest. on the fire. Yeah, he's like. Yeah, I'm pretty uh, sure yeah. he still has to make season oh, two he was, of Peacemaker he was and a doing, bunch of other things. He was doing something and got sent. So they're gonna go right sent back. To, yeah, he's gonna go right back to doing that, like next week or whenever the lowercase J's are dotted. Um, so yeah, I, it's interesting. It's gonna be even more interesting. Does that mean CM Punk can move up a spot in an interesting way? Because that'd be really fun. Um, I, I don't think we want to see CM Punk, Punk in three weeks. 
Oh, sure. Probably. I, I, I would love that, but I'm just saying you, you now they go, well, rocks like, I just can't do it, you know, and I'm probably never going to be able to do it now. Um, and then they go, well, we'll do Ro Cody and Roman again right away. Or do you have the Paul Heyman Super Bowl? Mm. Things to think about as we move here. Uh, we're, we're on the, we're, we're basically, we're on that street now. And when we get to the end of it, there's Survivor Series. And that turns us on the road, which leads us to the road to WrestleMania. We're not that far away. Yeah, we're just down the. We're we're like you said, we're on the block. Go down the road. There's going to be an exit right there, Royal Rumble to the road to WrestleMania. Hang a left at the Cumberland Farms, and <laughs> yeah. DJ, let everybody know where they can find you. You can find me uh, Saturdays, the Mindless Wrestling Podcast, part of the Chairshot Radio Network. Again, to be found on thechairshot.com, where we remind you to always use your head. You can find me on the app formerly known as Twitter at the Mindless Pod, if you are so inclined. AJ, talk to me, Goose. Uh, well, you can find me all over the social media interwebs at Phenomenal AJB. That's AJB in all caps. Obviously, the the Greatest tag team never, the one who's missing. You can follow him at its DPP. And not just podcast galore, we are articles galore over at thechairshot.com. Sports, entertainment, sports, entertainment, you name it, we got it. There's always going to be something for you when you pop on over there. Along with uh, prowrestlingtees.com forward slash chairshot. I don't know if there's a, a code going on right now, but go pick up some merch for chairshot. I know. DJ, you got a shirt over there. There's a bunch of other ones. Hashtag journalism and stuff like that. Whatever you find, whatever you like, you'll find it all the way over there. ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. All right. Thanks for getting it all out. Uh, follow me at PC Tony. We'll be back next week, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Uh, the music's going to go up here eventually, and I'll have to stop talking. I think it's going to be right about now. Chairshot.com. Always use your head. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.